Hey, Dave. What's up? Real quick, um, I don't know if I've told you this, but I hate you. Today, I hate you. <laughs> I know I said I loved you last time, but, you know, after a little while thinking about it, I actually hate you. Hate you, too. I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking uh, that other day. I don't know if love was just in the air or whatever, but I hate you. But let's let's just get this show started. So the least I have to talk to you, the better. All right, let's get started, everybody. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Broke Writer Dave. How we doing, everyone? Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell, I am no longer in the happy-go-lucky Valentine's Day mood. I am back to my old spiteful self. He is on one today. Maybe it's because, uh, uh, maybe it's a lack of sleep. Maybe it's because we can't keep a deadline to save our lives with this show. <laughs> but, yeah. but today, you know, I gave Valentine's Day, I gave love a chance. I tried to give love a chance, but, you know, there's, a uh, one can only, uh, I don't know. I, I tried to give love a chance, but the old me just came back and now I'm ready to bitch and moan and complain again. At least for the next 364 days or however much time until our special Valentine's Day episode next year. All right. Now, it's going to be a little different because when I did hashtag Chris Loves Love, I had a top 10 list and I kind of had to speed through it. This one, I have a top five hashtag Chris Hates Couples in which I can talk a little bit more about each one of them. Okay. But that doesn't mean I hate any less it just means i have more time to talk about each one all right and just to show you how pissed off i am number five for hashtag chris hates couples it's going to be a deep cut a lot of people aren't going to agree with me but it's jack skellington and sally from nightmare before christmas okay now let me ask you something dave why are these two a couple why, why should i root for jack skellington and sally what what have they done to indicate to me that these two should be together. She tries to give him advice about not doing Christmas. He ignores her. She gets kidnapped. And then they shoehorn in a love song at the very end of the movie. No, I'm genuinely asking. I'm asking like that that whole relationship makes absolutely zero sense to me and it has nothing to do with the rest of the story. You have this cool story about Jack Skellington wanting to figure out what Christmas is all about, uh, putting a horrifying spin on Christmas and all the cool stuff, his own hubris and his own uh, his own stuff is his downfall. And then they shoehorn in, we're always meant to be a song at the very end, leaving me sitting there wondering, wait a second, like was this whole movie a love movie? Because this whole movie has been about him trying to steal Christmas, or not steal, but like hijack Christmas. Where's this whole love thing come out of? I mean, they've had maybe one or two passing glances at each other, and he ignored her most of the time. Huh. I you say that. Makes sense why they'd be on the list, but I think, you know, having them be a couple kind of humanizes the characters a little bit more towards the end of the movie. But why would you want to humanize characters who aren't human? Make them relatable? Yeah. And kind of have that finishing arc at the end? What arc, though? There, there's no arc to be had. It, it was a perfectly fine story. They, they're the only ones who were like a couple in this thing. But it was it added. If you, if they didn't end up together, 
the story would be exactly the same. It would be absolutely if it ended with the snow coming down and everyone going la 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 and you see Santa Claus going over the moon nightmare before Christmas ending credits. Same exact story. Same exact story, nothing's changed. Yeah, you're right. I'm just trying to come up with reasons because I can't think of one to have it in this movie. That's that's always something that I love that movie, by the way. I, yeah. I, I watch that movie every single year around Christmas and Halloween time. But for the life of me, I cannot come up with a reason why Jack and Sally should end up together. <laughs> the, their whole relationship is going to be him ignoring her and her, I don't know, just kind of being there yeah. <laughs> as a damsel in distress. Dealing with the consequences of him ignoring her. Supposedly, there's a sequel in which they have kids and whatnot, I think. I, I I've never seen it, but I yeah. uh, it's pro- I think it was one of those direct-to-DVD, kind of like in a dip in quality, kind of like if you compare Aladdin to Aladdin 2. Okay. Like a dip in quality in the animation, and I, I, I doubt the original cast of, of any of them is back. But yes, Jack and Sally... First couple up on the chopping block. Get them out of here. Don't buy it. All right. Um, number four. Number four is actually my most recent watch. And that's Edward Scissorhands and Kim. Okay. Now, and I, I've i talked to a couple of people about that. You've seen Edward Scissorhands, yes? I haven't seen that movie in about a decade. Well, as a little reminder... Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Why can't I say his name? Edward Scissorhands is he pines after this one. The the old woman who's supposed to be Winona Ryder, all grown up, yeah. is telling this story to her grandchild. Okay. And long story short, the entire town who loved him at first is chasing after him because he's basically taking the fall for Winona Ryder's boyfriend and them breaking into uh, breaking into some somebody's house. I don't know if he was breaking into his own house or if he was breaking into whatever. And Edward Scissorhands basically took the blame because he didn't want to get people in trouble. And, and you obviously know that he's in love with Winona Ryder. Yeah. And throughout the entire time when there's been this big misunderstanding, she could have stopped the mob she could have said hey look he didn't do this instead she's having him run all over the place Uh, at the very end her boyfriend played by anthony michael hall confronts him at the at an abandoned shack or the the castle wherever mansion he lives in he dies and the, the mob thinks that edward scissorhands died too and he basically lives his life alone up in the uh up in the mansion and She's telling the story to her, uh, I think it was her granddaughter or grandson, whoever the little boy or girl is. And even the kid is like, so you haven't been back up. You could always go back up there and like see him. Like he's still up there. And she's like, no, no, I, I don't want him to see me. You know, I want him to remember me like how I was when I was young. And I'm like, so you, you what that translates to me is you don't want him to have any closure. Yeah, you don't want him to have any closure, and you want him to still kind of pine after you. Yeah, what a horrible human being! And I love Winona Ryder. I hate yeah. her in this movie, but but, but 
th- that infuri- I loved the movie all the way up until the end, and that ending just infuriated me. I was like, so you're going to let this dude pine after you for the last 80 years, let him pine after you basically said, well, no, I want him to remember me like when I was young. I'm like, oh, you vain, evil grandmother. (laughs) You could have just let him have some closure or at the very least said, hey, look, we were teenagers. I was young and I was dumb. I'm sorry. Oh, that that pissed me off. (laughs) It just it was such a beautifully shot garbage ending yeah what you know but i will say the probably the most realistic i believe that she would be such a piece of garbage that she wouldn't give him closure and just let him just let him continue loving her for the rest of his life yeah he completely destroyed his life just completely destroyed his life while he still is in love with and he doesn't age or anything like that so he's probably gonna live forever and just forever and just continuing making ice sculptures of her for the rest of eternity. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. Get it out of here. <laughs> get it out of here. Uh, Edward Scissorhands and Kim. Ed, you deserve better. You didn't deserve that. Mr. Burton, do better with your couples. Oh, no. Burton, keep the keep the ending. Okay, keep keep the ending because, like I said, it's the most realistic. I don't, I don't have to like it, but I would say that's the most realistic ending. Uh, that's the only way I could have, like, if I, if I was sitting here, like, you know... There's no way that this is going to end happily. And I totally believe that this yeah. woman would be a piece of shit and let that, and just let this <laughs> yeah. dude just go the rest of his life like that. So keep the ending. Yeah. But I ain't happy about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number three. One that we mentioned before. Okay. In my countdown of hashtag Chris hates endings. Jim and Aurora from Passengers. The Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Again. Baffles everyone down with them. Baffles me that this is considered a romance genre movie. I was going through TikTok and I saw a scene from that and I went to the comment section and one person put it perfectly said, you know, if if this movie was edited differently, this would be an awesome horror movie. And I'm like, yes, this is a horror movie. This is a horror movie under the guise of a romance movie. Why is it called a romance movie? I said, this movie should have taken place. If this movie took place starting with Jennifer Lawrence. I forget. Did you watch this? No, but I've seen like bits and pieces of it. If this movie started with Jennifer Lawrence waking up and we just see it from her perspective. And then we find out that she was actually woken up by Chris Pratt. This would have been a great horror movie. This would have been. Yeah. This would have been one of the I would I would have given this like, you know, keep everything else. Keep most of it, I'll say there would be one or two other things that I'd clip. But just the fact that they said everything works out. This dude psychologically, I'm hesitant to use the word rape because they had consensual sex, but it was under the wrong pretenses. Yeah, she's sleeping with him because he's like the only person left on the ship. And she thinks that, you know, he's on the up and up that they're just you know they happen to wake up at the same time and and it's he had no control over it either but she basically had sex with her captor yeah not knowing that it was her captor so i'm gonna say that that was a in a weird way a rape thing yeah basically close like having stockholm syndrome yes it's it's very stockholmy it's this is the kind of love where, where to me it's just like well I love you because literally I have no other choice to. Literally, that 
It's her only choice. It's either you or the robot that serves booze on the ship. Yeah. That, the one that looks like Michael Sheen. And Lawrence Fishburne woke up at one point during the thing, but then he died. I forgot why, but well, I know why because the movie no longer needed him. But yeah. I, I forget whatever reason. But yeah, weird. Just just love under false and wrong pretenses is not real love. I don't care how attractive the actor and actresses. That that just made me feel gross inside. I just I was like, man, I sh- this is especially when the, when they show the scene of them having sex. I'm like, this is wrong i mean it's it's shot very hot but this is wrong <laughs> yeah this is it just just it makes me makes me feel gross inside like i just wanted to tell her hey jennifer or aurora whatever her name was in the movie like let me let me talk at you real quick and then let me t- let me tell you what's going on here so yes love under false pretenses get it out of here get it out of here don't like it so last two last two will probably I'll probably get some agreement from most people on these last two. Okay. Um, I don't know which one I dislike more. So first one up is actually, I, I just, you know, I'll just say what it is and then I'll go on my little rant about it. Okay. Number two, Edward and Bella from the Twilight series. Yes. Now, I was always on the hype train, never having actually seen the Twilight movies of the whole people making fun of Bella and Edward for being yeah. like a horrible on-screen couple. And I didn't see the first Twilight until about a month and a half ago, maybe about a month ago. Okay. I watched it for the first time and it was under a fun pretense that um, me and my friends wanted to have my one friend drink to see, cause he gets, he gets funny when he, when he drinks yeah. and when he gets angry and we intentionally watched a bad movie and overwhelmingly the choice was well let's watch twilight and <laughs> and, it was, and it was like you have to take a drink every time this happens and stuff like that blah 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 and <laughs> it was just as bad as which is funny because i actually i have a I have to redact that real quick i saw one of the twilight movies i saw the very 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 last movie okay and the only reason i watched it is because my sister went to go see it she offered me a ticket and offered to pay for all my food and and snacks. So I was like, all right, free food and drink. Fine. I'll sit through whatever movie. Yeah, I've seen the first one and whichever one is like Breaking Dawn or whatever. I saw those while I was in high school. So I saw the very last one, I think when I was 21. Okay. And I looked at my sister who had seen all of them. And after that movie was done and I went like, how did you sit through all of these? I was like, is this what this movie was about? And for those of you who don't know, the very last one involves a, a Taylor Lautner who's a werewolf who imprints on an unborn or an infant baby who basically is like, oh, man, yeah, when that when that little girl grows up, oh, we're going to be soulmates. What the fuck? On, the, on a newborn baby. Baby ain't even a day old yet. And, he's and that's why he loved – that's why he supposedly loved Bella – is it wasn't that he loved her he was in love with her unborn child wouldn't he be like 20 years older than that unborn child? much older he i'm much older i don't know how old he is in, in the thing but he's a werewolf so he lives for a while yeah so he's going to get with the child who he's help raising no you know what that, that one is should called be- grooming and that, that is wrong. That one should actually be my number two, but that, that one should actually be the one on the list. In fact, yeah. I'll give that that one's just an honorable mention. Yeah. But when I, but then I went and saw the first 
of the Twilight movies a couple of uh, weeks ago, and oh yeah. god, if it wasn't for the fact that my friend was making funny remarks about it, I could not sit through this. The I'm gonna set the acting aside because yeah. it was very early on in their career. I'm gonna give the acting bit a pass just because you know they were probably new to the acting game. And we've seen you know Robert Patterson get much better at acting and and Kristen Stewart. So acting aside, just Edward is like a hundred year old man in love with like a 16 year old teenager. People tend to forget yeah. that this dude is like, he looks like a teenager. Well, he doesn't look like he looks like a 20 year old something playing a teenager. Yeah. But he's like a hundred and something year old and he's in love with his 16, 16 year old. Like in your hundred years, you haven't found anybody other than this 16 year old that you could build a relationship with. Cause I guarantee you, if he looked like he was, even if he looked like he was like 40 years old, yeah, this this movie would get a whole lot creepier. But he looks like a teenager, kinda. So so it's okay. So it's okay. Or if he was the exact same age looking, but he was ugly looking, right? This automatically goes into creepy territory. I guarantee you, people wouldn't be as cool with it. Yeah, definitely. And just it just they're supposedly in love, and I say supposedly because you can't see it on screen. There's no. no affection on screen. No, no chemistry at all. No chemistry whatsoever. Um, but thank you to my friend for making it bearable by yelling at the screen every time he had to take a drink. <laughs> One of them was basically he had to take a drink every time he got frustrated. And so he was pretty gone by the time the movie was done. Yeah. So, yes, definitely worth all the criticism that I gave it before even watching it. So. Yeah. Number one is not any particular movie in general. This is kind of like a umbrella. Okay. And I gay and I say every jock and popular girl couple from every teen slasher movie ever. Every okay. teen slasher movie always has the two popular people who end up together. And they go by many names, but I just call them the Chad and Veronica. Okay. The ch it's usually the football player and the cheerleader. Yeah, that kind of couple. Yeah, like uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, was it Ryan Philippi from I Know What You Did Last Summer. The the popular coupling of of well, they're the two most attractive people in school, so we have to put them together. Yeah, I know it's since become a trope, and even you know they make fun of it even in movies like Cabin in the Woods, where of course the jock and the popular girl like are a couple. And yeah. stuff like that but it gets exhausting seeing i mean back back in the 70s and 80s that was an obvious like trope and that was just a that was just a, a thing that they did in and in a lot yeah. of slashers but not all slashers did it um but i don't know i think it's i think the reason why it makes my list is just because it's such a generic coupling it really is it's, it's it's a safe coupling where you can tell the movie's not really taking any chances. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it, is that it's it's a safe thing where it's like, all right, well, who should, all right, we need a group of friends. All right, let's, uh, it's kind of like when you have a movie and they resort to the breakfast club of, all right, well, what kind of characters do we need? Well, we need the jock, we need the cheerleader, we need the social outcast, we need the nerd, and we need the bad boy. Yeah. Um... I'll give that trope a pass for like 70s, 80s when they were kind of when that when that trope was kind of in its adolescence. Yeah. But if you have a movie that's coming out now 
and you're still being like, all right, well, we need to have the uh, the popular kids in school be like, you know, a couple and stuff like that. And we need to have it so that, uh, oh, well, you know, the um, <laughs> the hey, nerd guy end up with the oh, my God, Valley Girl. Yeah. And it's not just that it's a safe thing that when they're coupled together, uh, when you couple them together, it's just that they're usually annoying when they're also on screen. All they do is drink and have sex, and that's about as far as their character usually goes. Because they're then killed off. They're usually just Makes there as really cannon fodder, yeah. as as a as a meat sack for the Leatherface or the Michael Myers or what have you to basically off. So I don't have any particular one in general. It's just that. All right, yeah. Whenever you see, you know them the second you see them on screen because they're either wearing a jersey, a leather jacket, and she's usually blonde, yeah, <laughs> and usually annoying, and and usually when she talks, it's usually about him. Weirdly, yeah. Like, oh my god, Chad is. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I, I I just just that's that's Shit. the phrase that all all you need to hear is oh my god, and then you go yeah I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. You just hear that oh my god in that voice. You know exactly. You picture it in your head exactly who I'm talking about. I don't know why, but it made me think of that really awkward hot tub scene from the Madman when we watched that back in November. Oh yeah. Oh that because. The- I mean, That's were, very slow, where, where it had the entire song play for the entire four minutes. They were swirling around the hot tub. Oh, God. Because they kind of fall in that trope, even though they're not, like, jock and, you know, cheerleader. But it's, like, the two head counselors. That... They were made to fill that trope. That so. made me feel more funnily awkward, more than frustrated, just because I was like, wow, this scene is going on a long time. I can just... It's no... literally like a five minute scene of them just twirling around in a hot tub. It was weird. I was like, what is the, what was, what was the direction on the scene that day? Just, right. just, just stare at each other and just kind of swim around in the, in the hot tub. Yeah. Well, won't that be awkward if we're just, we're sitting here not saying anything? Well, no, we're going to put some music in the background. So to break right. the tension, it just made it even more awkward. All right. So, yeah, I felt like a five for this hashtag Chris hates episode was more appropriate because when I did my top 10 Chris loves love, I kind of had to rapid fire through them a lot to the point where I believe I miscounted. Yeah, I think there's actually nine. I think there's actually nine. I, I, for the life of me, I don't know which one I missed, but I'm still happy with that list. Yeah, it's pretty solid list. So I just wanted to be able to sit and kind of delve a little bit deeper in my hatred for these couples. Valentine's season is almost over, so I had to return to form before we continued on with this, you know, this season. So I've been very selfish, and I took up the last two lists, which means the next list that's going to be coming up will be one of yours. Yeah. And... What is going to be your list? I forgot what I gave you. Was it top 10 deaths? Yeah, top 10 horror movie deaths. Top 10 horror movie deaths. So we have that to look forward to in a little bit. But 
in the meantime, b before that happens, just let the hatred stir a little bit of that. Just let, you know, tell us tell us what movie couples you hate. Yeah, let us know what movie couples you absolutely despise. And let us know what list you'd like us to have. Do you want me to tell you what I hate about things, or do you want to hear what Dave loves? We haven't had anybody yet come to let us know what movie lists they want us to make, but whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep pumping these out as long as I can draw breath. Yeah, just let us know either on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. In the meantime, I don't know how many more of these we have until the end of the season, but I think we're, I think we're past the halfway point. Uh, probably ending the season in uh, April, sometimes towards the end of April, I think, right? Uh, so we're about at the halfway point. Yeah, we're about hitting the halfway point right now. I'm still, I'm still having fun. Oh yeah, this has been great. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who's been listening and following us on Instagram and Twitter and all that jazz. And we love you over here. I might hate, but I love you guys. Yeah. You guys have a great week and thank you for listening. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to body bag podcast. Be sure to like, and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.